guys are Ben Trevojevic here from the Manly Seagulls. Here comes through Luai. The Super Coach Experience podcast is one of the best podcasts going around, boys. Keep doing what you're doing, and yeah, I just want to say what a podcast. Go the Mighty Eagles. Hey lads, you and Aiken here from the New Zealand Warriors. Hope you have a big year with the Super Coach Experience podcast. Welcome back to the Supercoach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Savage, the coach of the Savage Turbos. We are backing up from the greatest origin match of all time. Here to talk to me about it and a bit of Supercoach as well is Jake McGiven, the coach of Kiss My Behinds. How are you, Jake? Yeah, good, mate. It was a great game, but I don't know, I don't know about best ever. Um, but it was, it was certainly up there in terms of intensity. I mean, not much, in, I guess, in terms of uh, the rugby league and, I guess, the skill, but intensity, the toughness, it uh, had a bit of everything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, going through that and, and, uh, and a bit of super coach as well. So uh, I did lead the show off with the best origin match of all time. Um, thinking about it today... All night, I think I was thinking it was, but considering how New South Wales actually played, they made a lot of mistakes. Um, it wasn't two teams at their best. It was just a real big grind and a lot of, you know, aggression, which which is what we want to see in Origin, and maybe we've just been starved of that for so long, which is why everyone is up in arms uh, thinking that this is the best Origin match of all time. But, you know, it's definitely up there. Um, we've also got a new game, Oh, well, not a new guest, but it's been a while since he's been on the podcast and I'm delighted to have him on because he is another podcaster and I absolutely love his show. He absolutely... Let's just bring him on. Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rama for super coach purposes, as he always says. How are you, Addo? Mate, I'm good. Thanks very much for having me on. It's a pleasure. It's a throwback to the old days where we used to chat super coach and, um, you know, I've had Jake on the show. I've been trying to get you. We, you have a very busy schedule, but it's been a pleasure to chat with Jake and, and some of the other members of the podcast, and I'm, I'm happy to be on. I'm very happy to have you on. Um, I think I've got to get on your show one day. We've got to line it up at some point. Um, but I'm so happy to have you on. And, yeah, it is a throwback to the good old days. Um, you always been part of the community and you um, you <laughs> – you started your own podcast. I, I feel like this was always coming for you. It was always your destiny to have your own podcast and you've done it. And must I say, it's a great show and I think you've nailed the format. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things, I guess I love talking super coach a lot. Um, and uh, I don't know, I just kind of decided that I'd like to do it, you know, to give my point of view, which I think is a little bit more, I've got a bit more humor in there and I'm a bit loose, bit of a loose unit. I probably had some teething problems in there with all the stories <laughs> and everything, but I think we found a no- <laughs> I think we found a nice happy medium and I, I do get a lot of feedback, people saying there's not a lot of people that can do a solo podcast, which is what I do 75, 80% of the time. And I, so I'm glad that people are enjoying it. I'm getting lots of great feedback. So it's, it's, it's been great. I think um, the, the teething problems is a funny part. I think I think that was a nice touch to the start of your show, but you really uh, you really go, got a steady pace going. And when you are by yourself, it's kind of like there is multiple people because you've got so many tones of voice then that you just use, and it, and it's like TPJ. He's going well, isn't he? <laughs> and you, you're always just like entertaining, and I love it. Um, Origin. How what was your take on the Origin game? And yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a New South Wales supporter, so you can all rub that in. I mean, uh, it just uh, look. I, I think you had the nail on the head. It wasn't the best Origin game we've ever seen, but it was viewing pleasure. We, that it was a great throwback, and I mean, I forgot 
to do I, I normally do the cooking in my house and I, if we're not cooking if I'm not cooking I'm ordering in the missus knew I was t- completely zoned out so she ordered in for us because I was just stuck to the TV watching it, it was a great game and I think no matter what side of the border you were on it, just the drama at the start of the game with the HIAs and then the busted faces a bit of punch on it was a it was great it was just a real great origin game and I think next year it makes me pumped for next year big time Hundred percent. I think um, it's in for a big series next year. But as I've seen a lot all over everywhere, New South Wales just don't get Origin. I'm starting to buy into that because Queenslanders just have that. They just want it so much more, and they always have. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I just want to bring up this question, Steve Levers. I know this is very early for questions, but lads, I've got one trade left. Tossing up, tossing between Holy Moly and Fafita. People are genuinely in this position, and <laughs> it is it is bad times. What do we reckon, Jake? Um, honestly, probably hold that trade. Yeah, I mean, one trade left. You've you've burnt through them to uh to get to one trade left in round 18. Um, I mean, if you can field a 17 um, th- this week, I- I'd kind of just just hold it because uh, you never know. You you might need that trade to actually field 17 later on. So um, I'd just be holding it uh, and hoping that you can, you know, that COVID's for some reason seems to be coming back again. Um, <laughs> there's players going down left, right and centre. Um, there's going to be resting towards the end. So, yeah, I'd hold the trade as long as you can. Um, to get you hopefully through uh, the whole of the season. Awesome. Uh, we got a man, a man in the chat. Hello, a man. I'm pretty sure he's live on. He was live on Facebook not too long ago, or, or he's live tonight. So, cheers for tuning in. Uh, epic game last night. Not for New South Wales fans. Jake, the Biff, the Biff is back. What would you make of it? Um, do you think the results of the the Simbins and things like that should have gone differently? Um. No, I, I think you've seen them both. They both threw punches, so sit them in the bin. I mean, I don't think Burton wants ever want to be doesn't uh, wants to be in a fight ever again. Uh, he clearly <laughs> he can't, can't drink a beer and he can't fight. I mean, is he Australian? <laughs> yeah, What's so, going on? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was good to see. You, you could see it was it was brewing from the first three minutes when we had two people knocked out. We had the Queenslanders, you know, standing over Cameron Murray, and then Luai standing over Cobbo. So he knew that. From the get-go, that there was tension in this game, and I mean, I didn't expect Burton and uh, Gagai to be the ones throwing them, but um, yeah, it was, it was, I guess, good to see. And I guess they weren't sent off. Two of them were in the bin, so it didn't affect the the game at all. So um, yeah, I was fine with the with the outcome of it. Ado, what are your thoughts on Tino's involvement in the kerfuffle? Uh, do you think further action should have happened there? Yeah, I mean, I'm really surprised, to be quite honest. I mean, he's, he was in the biff, and I reckon just from a regular person standpoint, you don't hold someone in a headlock so someone else can lay into him. <laughs> um, you know, that's a professional foul, isn't it? I, I really think it was fair enough for the other two. You know, Bert, Burton knocked over Ponga. You know, Gagai pushed him, and then they were both swinging. That's all fine. I'm absolutely surprised. I mean, he was was did he get a fine for that as well? So they acknowledge that what he did and was the wrong. swinging arm as well. So he had two charges. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's cheap, and I reckon he was as much in that biffo. He didn't throw him, but he held someone in a headlock and let him get punched in the face. So I reckon he should have gone personally. Yeah, uh, Nick Crawford here says no way. Burton stopped getting punched when Tino put him down. Yes, but had. Uh, had he landed a punch when that happened, I think it would have been a different story. Uh, but I think he did get him in a headlock to stop the fight. But that's not how you stop it. You just get in the middle and bloody do this. Um, we've got... What else have we got? We've got a lot of Supercoach-relevant news coming from Origin. So, first of all, Cameron Murray was on the top 10 traded in for the round. But I've looked again today, and he's nowhere to be seen on that list. Uh, he looks like he won't back up. I, th- I think it's even confirmed that he won't back up. Uh, Jake, yeah, no chance. is he in your plans in the coming weeks? And uh, w- what advice would you give people... Um, yeah, I mean, 508k is the highest averaging second rower, not named uh, 
IPAP, so who you should have in your front row. So I think, yeah, he should be in your plans. I'm um, obviously not this week, which was ideal because I think he, even if he was fine, I think he would have played limited minutes. He did play limited minutes um, after game one. So it's probably ideal for people who want to bring Cameron Murray in, and he's definitely in my plans um, later on. I've got kind of four or five trades left to spend how I wish, um, and Cameron Murray, I guess, is in one of those um, a player that I will consider towards the end. And I guess the, the draw... It doesn't really matter for Cameron Murray middle forwards whether he's versus a good team or a bad team. South do have a tough draw, but it doesn't really matter for middle forwards. He's kind of, I guess, fixture proof. He's going to score um, well against no matter who he plays against. Cameron Williams here says bring back Turbo and Latrell next year. Um, Burton is only there for these bombs. He didn't do too well with one decent bomb each game. Latrell and Tommy were big misses, and I think we would have won the series with them. I think we would have won the series if Latrell played this game. Addo, do you think we would have won the series if Addo Carr played this game? No. No? I mean, there's a lot of chat about, you know, he was robbed and Tupu. I thought Tupu was one of the best players of the series for New South Wales. Probably had a few moments last night, but look, so did all of New South Wales. I don't think Cleary had his best game ever on in origin. We can't really, looking into before last night's game, Tupu deserved his spot. You know, has the Fox had the best year? You know, he's come good, I reckon, since first Origin was picked. But I reckon I was all for the Tupu pick in leading into game one. I thought he was one of New South Wales' best. It warranted him being picked in two. I thought he was good in two. So not, I don't think it, made a, it would have made a difference. You've got these guys who are absolute game breakers in Turbo and Latrell. They'll make a difference. Do you really think that Josh, uh, that Daniel Tupo was still a good pick though? Like, yeah, I agree he did his job, but someone like, uh, I don't want to compare him to to Ponga, but Ponga's try, he saw just that little gap and he, he bursted straight through it. I think Freddie decided to go really safe in picks like Crichton and Daniel Tupo. And I think you've got to have that to some extent. And I, I think... Josh Adekar, he's been safe in the Origin Arena. His stats are so good. I just, I'm just not with Freddie and uh, for, for this series. I, I think he he panicked. He um, went into damage control after the first loss, and I'm not very happy as a New South Wales fan to be honest. I think the coaching could have been a lot better. Do you think that um, Adokar gets picked for Australia at the World Cup? I think he does. I think so too. Yeah, because. What wingers would you choose? Like uh, Brian Toto, not playing for Australia. He's probably the best winger of the series. Do we agree? Tupo was probably second. Yep. I guess there was. I don't think they're going to pick Tupu for for World Cup. I think it'll be Ado Car on one wing and Val Holmes on the other wing. I'm pretty sure. Probably, yeah, on the wings. He won't play centre. No, nah, not when you've got like players like the Trail coming in. I, I think. Wing-wise, I think they'll throw Val. He, he's been there for Australia, I'm pretty sure, every single time. So I think they'll probably play wing for for the Aussies. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I think Josh Adekar plays for Australia, which is very interesting. And it's going to make it a bit tricky for um, Freddie next year. Jake, um, backing up from Origin, who do we think is going to back up? I think there was little news today that Harry Grant will be okay, but... Will he actually back up? Um, I feel like this was such a game where everyone got bashed that I don't see many of them backing up at all. Um, I think I think the Roosters players will back up because they're in they're in crisis. They need to win games, so they need Tedesco. Crichton, he might be monitored. He might. I think he'll play, but maybe come off the bench or something because he did play pretty much the whole game. He had a little a little stint in the middle there, um, but he came on for Murray. He went off at minute one. Um, Tupo, I think, will back up. Um, Harry, yeah, Harry Grant, he had a, a cork. Um, and Storm came out today and said, just a cork, he'll be right for this weekend. So um, I, I think he'll be right as long as nothing later comes up for him. Um, but I think Ta- Talakai, they probably they probably rest, although he, did, he was shocking on the, <laughs> last night. Um, I think the Sharks are happy just to rest him for one week. To make sure he's good for the next week, um, in terms of, and that's that's just I guess your weekly your weekly training. He would have only just came into the camp for one day, you know, two days of training um, with the squad. So he probably sits there. But um, I I don't think I think all of them will pretty much back up 
Um, the with one someone like Cook, named, yeah, no Cook's going to back up. He only played limited minutes and did nothing. Yeah. He's pretty highly owned. Talakai will be a blow because when you lose all those Penrith players, and I know we all own a fair few of them, you know, you want someone like Talakai. But, um, you know, Grant, they were on two losses in a row, Melbourne Storm, and they've got no Brandon Smith back up. So I'm pretty confident he'll play. Oh, I think so too. And they're, I think they're behind the Cowboys now. So especially if the Cowboys win, they're probably going to want to back up and have a good win on the weekend against your Canberra side, oh, Ado. Yeah, <laughs> um, Love being a Canberra fan, playing Melbourne Storm after two losses. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jake, with all these Origin players that are out or that are playing <laughs> – do you see any of them worth rushing into your side? I know Tedesco is quite popular this week. How Grant is very popular. Do you think they're absolute must to rush into your side? I feel like historically the first three origins, all the origin stars have backed up not very well. They've done 50s, 30s, played limited minutes. Cameron Murray, um, had he played last night, a full game. I think he would have played limited minutes as well. Hey, Grant, Grant played limited minutes in backing up from Origin 1. What's your read on that, and are you kind of wary? Um, I, I think Harry Grant's probably the only one that you potentially might want to rush in, uh, especially people who have Coruscant uh, in their team. He's def- like he's not playing, so you kind of you might be short a hooker. Um, and I guess if Harry Grant gets named to start, then yeah, definitely he's the one that you probably want to be ringing him in. I've held him all the way through. Um, but in terms of other players, like, say, Tedesco, um, I don't really know if there's any others that are actually going to play that I'm interested in, say, bringing back in. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to wait, say, on, on Tedesco to see him get through, I guess, this game. And then, then I guess, think, think I mean, it depends who else you have in your team. If you have good cover, then you don't need to be going, I guess, sideways to a, to a Tedesco. It's very tough with Tedesco because I feel like he's got such a good matchup, but he's backing up from Origin, so it's like, do you go him, do you not go him? I think because he plays so early, it's good to know. We'll, we'll see if he backs up. Um, Addo, what are your thoughts on the Origin players backing up? Are, are you wary of any of them? Um, I am wary, but what I've been in, I've, I've had some Instagram questions like, oh, I was planning on bringing Harry, I was br- planning on bringing in Teddy, are we worried about the backup and not playing a full game? And I've just been saying to them, make your plans. How many trades do you have? I'm not letting anything waver me on my plans for the run home team because I don't have the trades to do it. I'm going to go either Harry Grant or Teddy this week. Whichever one is named, I'm getting them. I don't care if they play less minutes. Maybe, you know, I mean, I'm going to have to play them because I'm short on numbers, but I'm not changing my plans this week. If Teddy plays... I'm getting ma'am to Teddy. And, um, you know, this week it might be a lower game, of course, but the finances work for me. And, uh, and the only ch- the two targets that I have are Harry Grant and Teddy, and I'm not going to take someone else. The only other one that I could do a late switch on is David Fafita, who tempts me starting in the second row. If both of those guys were iffy, um, but I'm just going to go with my – because I do have David Fafita in my plans. So um, that would be the only thing that could tempt me. But I'm going to just still go Teddy. If Teddy plays, I reckon he's going to ton up. That'll be my bold prediction. I still mm. think he's going to ton up. It's a very interesting one. Um, I, I guess talking about trades, let's start with trades. I'll go with you first, Jake. Jake, you're into 524th after last week. Jesus, we haven't wrapped up the round yet. How'd you, how'd you go? Um, yeah, so I scored uh, 735, which was just above par. I wasn't quite as good as uh, some other members <laughs> of our podcast team. Yep. Um, so 735 went from 650 to 547, I think. I don't even know what my rank is, to be honest. It's in the 500s. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I've got uh, nine trades left and I'm, you know, I've, I've, like like Addo said, I've got a plan on, on these players that I'm bringing in and I guess when I'm bringing them in. So hopefully I can continue and uh Hopefully, get closer to the uh, where, where you're at, Savs. Yeah. What do you? Oh, okay. I was going to say, what are you looking at this week as well? Um, trades wise, well, it was going to be Val Holmes, and I, but I was actually hoping he wasn't playing, um, so I can get him next week and then bring in a, uh, someone else this week. Um, I'm bringing in David Fafita this week. 
um, going Tohu Harris to him. I was going to hold Tohu for one more week, but I was like, there's no point um, getting, you know, another 20K out of him when I'd much rather have Fafita playing this week to in potential upside. And we're on a bit of a, a, a very big pot, I guess. Um, I'm bringing Tessie New as a, as a bit of a... <laughs> Um, pod um, and, and play him on matchup. I'll have six gum center wings, I guess, next week, so I can flip around and play all these players on matchups. And now, I guess he's versing the Titans who just concede points to fullbacks. And last year, Tessie knew he averaged, I think, 70 at fullback. Um, and that was in a Broncos team which ran what last or second last, wherever they ran. Um, and now he's in a better side. And what I saw on the weekend. Um, he just so, so involved in their attack, tackle, bus. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm just going on a flyer on him. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it works out for me and I can uh, gain a lot of ranks from it. Very good. Uh, Addo, how did you go on the weekend? Well, I scored 7.35 as well. Hey. <laughs> Same as Jake. Um, and which was good. I only had 10. I don't know how many you had. Um, you know, Matto out was a real blow for me. Uh, and I traded him because I was sh- – Grumpy about it because I'd, I'd gone a couple of weeks without Maddo. Um, I'm into 281 overall. Wow, very good. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's kind of weird. You're in 500, Jake. I'm in 280, and we feel like losers because we're not doing as well as, you know, Savs and, you know, Tim Moody. Oh, going no, for no. Back to back. Trust me, I believe you because I'm doing so well, but it's Tim again, and it was this last year I was doing so well. Tim bloody got me. I, I'm glad he won it, but this year, <laughs> if, if he doesn't win it, I'll have the shits. <laughs> um, but- uh, yeah, so I'm nine trades as well. Um, my plans this week, it's going to be probably Harry Grant or Teddy. I want to go with double. I know a lot of people are saying don't go, or they, they have no desire to go double gun um, hooker, but I've got Robson in there and I've just decided I want to hold him for the rest of the year. It's going to be Grant for me as the other one because I've got Randall and he's dead water now. He's he's, he's out at 17. Um, and the other one is Teddy. It's going to be from Mam because I want to get Hines back up to the halfback position. They're going to be two of – because I'm going to need to nuff someone to keep the funds going to do that. So I'll probably do enough and either Harry Grant and Teddy this week um, for two trades and then I'll have the cash next week unless Harry Grant comes in and scores, you know, or Teddy comes in and beats their BE by 50, I'll have enough cash to do those um, trades. So, um, you know, I'm going to have a gun, double gun hooker. I'm going to have four gun halves. I'm going to have five, six maybe because Targo is my sixth in centre wing and I'm going to have two gun fullbacks, which I think these ceiling players, I couldn't give a rat about second row forward, to be honest. i got Lane, Talakai, you know, and, and Homole, and I'm happy with that. I don't even care if I get any reserves. You know, I get a lot of questions. People going, oh, should I trade Lane to Murray? Why? It's 10 points more. Just run with Lane till the end now. Don't waste a trade in there. Maybe for feeder because he can get a hundred plus. I like that move for, from Jake, but I'm not. I'm going to get these ceiling guys who I think can go one twenty, one fifty. I think we're in Jake's scenario. Tohu Harris, who I mean, are you really confident he's going to average any more than sixty for the rest of the season? Whereas for feeder, he can legit do. 80 oh, no. for the rest of the season. So I think that's definitely a good move, but 100% agree with you. Sean Lane, Cameron Murray, don't bother. Don't waste your trades. Unless you've got 30 trades left still, then don't do it. Um, yeah, sweet. So uh, that's what you're doing. I really lo- I really like that. Dub- double gun, um, a lot of people are doing that, and you're locking in guns for the rest of the season. That's the main thing. Robson, how good has he been? And I honestly, I'm... Oh, Jake, you've got him as well. We're all owners. We're all owners of him. That's great. <laughs> we're 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 holding, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. If someone doesn't give you a reason to sell him, don't sell him. You know, <laughs> exactly. He's been so good, especially when they don't have Granville on the bench. He plays the full game. And he's got, you know, he, he was on the border of Origin. He's he's a great hooker. So. Yep. You get 80s out of him and Harry Grant, you can lock in two 80s in your hooker position. Or if you've got a cook as well, you know, those are great combos to run home with. Exactly. I've still got Cotter on my bench um, and he's still a few weeks away. I'm not going to – I'm not holding him to play him. I was holding him to flip into Harry Grant. So I think that's going to be my trade next week. I'm not getting him in this week. But the fact that Brandon Smith is gone – 
it scares me because I feel like he's probably locked into 80 minutes considering the five-day turnaround. So I think Harry Grant's a good trade-in. Myself, on the weekend, I had 13 players and only got 780. So the fact that you got away with 10 players and only scored 50 less than me, I think you've won in that scenario. Um, I had players like Josh King. um, Who else? I captain Lomax. Which I was definitely I was definitely doing all week. I didn't consider anyone else, but yeah, I, I, I had who else did I have? I had some cheapies that just did dirt crap. Pole, he was a nice little shining light for my side, so I really like that. Um, but this week, getting in for feeder as well, um, getting him in for Josh King, uh, I think upgrade. It's a no-brainer. Building depth for my side for the later end of the season. Um, I don't think I have the trades to, you know, flip people on matchups um, and do luxury trades to the back, the back end. So I'm definitely building the depth. And my other trade is Lomax to the other, other for feeder to generate cash for Teddy and Grant next week. Um, mm. The reason I'm going Jojo for feeder is the Titans draw is pretty mixed. Um, so he's someone I could potentially play if I don't have the depth that week. Um, my initial plan was to nuff, but I really feel like if you do nuff, you might be stuck later in the season with no trades uh, and you need someone to play. If, I, if Fafita kicks on, um, he's going to be a good play. And w- this late in the season, you can't really get cheapies in that you really want to get. And he could be one. If he's not, he could lose his spot anyway. So I feel like it's a win-win kind of scenario. And that's why I'm going for Vida. And he's got lots of promise. Yeah, I don't know. He might be a good trade-in in a couple of weeks. But I'm doing it this week because I've got enough anyway. So um, the fact that he's not dual position is a bit of a hurt. But, yeah, uh, I'm in 77th at the moment. Um, 600 points from first. So I think captains and players like Vida are going to get me up. Not Jojo, David. Righto. <laughs> let's um let's move on to the most traded in this week. We've got over here. I don't know how to do it on the website. Do you know how I get the players up on yeah, the website? You go to players, Savs. Where's players? Go, go to your top, you know, three lines up there, and you should see. How is this bloke in seventy seventh? <laughs> He's fluked it. Go up to the top left to your dots, and Where? then you should be able to go in Where? and the hamburger on the top left, left, your other left. There, there you go. Are oh, you there? Yeah, click that. Yeah. Go to players. Go to players. There you go. Over the right, far right down the bottom, you can see the most traded. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. You learn something new every day. Let's zoom into that. Oh, Jesus. This is no good. This is no good. No good at it. Let's let's um let's go to a break while I while I sort this out. We'll, uh, the lovely sponsors at Top Sport will sort us out. Are you suffering from frequent bouts of bet limititis? Try Topsport, the bookmaker that isn't scared to take a bet. Other providers may significantly limit your bets, causing frustration and angst. Topsport clears that blockage by welcoming big and winning punters, giving you fast, effective relief on those bigger bets. Overcome bet limititis by downloading the Topsport app today. Brought to you by Topsport. Feel the excitement. Don't let the game play. You stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right, I think I got it. Um, cheers to Top Sport. Use code SE experience when signing up. Uh, we had a nice little fullback frenzy bet available last week, and uh, it was Pappenhausen, Gutherson, Latrell, and Cody, Cody Ramsey, Ramsey to all score. Cody Ramsey was the only one that went over. <laughs> and that's pretty much how try scoring punting is. It, it's an absolute lottery. I think you can pick it most weeks. But there are some weeks where it's just absolutely terrible for you. We've got Deloise Hoyter, who did score a couple of tries on that left wing for the Broncos. Jake, what are your thoughts on him as a trade-in? I think it's quite weird considering Corey Oates is back in the side next week. And Cobbo, I mean, it's only one week. I assume he'll be back next week. I mean, I don't even bring him in if you're going to play him this week because he's going to nuff himself out. He might make, say, 80 to 100K. But I don't think you're going to be wasting a trade to then get rid of him because he's only going to be, what, 280k. You can't really go up to anyone with that price. And downgrading will just seem like a massive waste of two trades in bringing him in the first place. So I don't know. I 
I'd only be bringing if you either have a lot of trades or you're playing him this week and then you want him to nuff and disappear. Um, yeah, it's a weird one for me. I don't really understand about you, Addo. Yeah, I'm the same. I think if you're getting a – he is a, he's essentially a, a nuff, nothing more. Jojo Fafita has a chance because that, in that team he's been picked on merit. He's been given a go. Their season's over. They've picked him. He's, he, it's his to lose, I think, whereas Hooter is just filling in. And he's going to be out of that team. Um, I'd run, if if you're not going to play him this week, grab that Harris if and grab yourself a handy jewel enough because that's all the Uda is. If you're not going to play him, he's enough. And at least you get a center wing second row forward jewel to move with Targo and Talakai if you still have him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's definitely enough for option. So I, I think if you're expecting him to generate cash, it's a no go. Number two is Joe Tapane. Jake, are you are you an owner? No, I'm not an owner, but I um, kind of wish I was. He's, yeah, he's, he's pretty much the best front row in the last couple of months. He's been, been absolutely outstanding. The best front row I've seen for a long time, super coach wise, also NRL wise. Um, he's playing absolutely amazing. It was always going to happen when the minutes came. Um, but with the limited trades left um, and your front row already sorted, is it kind of a, a case of you don't really need to? get someone in like him in your front row? Yeah, it's a tough one because he's going to be he's nearly 700K. And for a front rower, I guess he does he does have dual. And um, and so I guess you can kind of flip him around with, say, oh, I'm in your second row. You, you might have Lolo. You can flip, you know. So you can always have two front rowers playing if one of them, say, gets injured. Yep. Um, but, yeah, for 700K, I don't know. I just don't think he can keep it up. You always three round average of ninety. Three round average of ninety in the and, in the and, front row. And he's had one five round you're, average of eighty four. Uh, you're the you, you're you're the Raiders man. Is uh is Ricky you know going to stick with Tarpano? Is it was Ricky going to be Ricky and uh, do something crazy in the in the run home? Look, I think we're in the midst of seeing Josh Papali Papali'i finally age out. I think the game might be getting a little bit past him, not past him so that he's not useful, but more like a thirty minute bench role. And Tuppany is in the form of his career. I can't see it changing. And I he is he he's like the modern front rower god. He's what a him and IPAP are the same sort of thing. They Tuppany's not with try scoring, but it's offloads and tackle breaks. He's an absolute animal. I'm gonna sometimes in Supercoach you've got to accept that you missed one. And unfortunately, these smart people that got him cheaper and they have him as a jewel, they're locked in IPAP and tapping in their front row. They got him for cheap. But if you're going to be making 700K moves now, you know, are you, are you going to spend it on Joe Tappany? I mean, he has averaged 90 over the last three weeks versus my um, Lolo, who's averaged 60. So it's 30 points the better over the last five weeks. You've got to ask yourself the question if you think you'll keep it up. They're probably one of the easiest draws home too, the Raiders. I don't know if an easy draw is really good f- for a forward because that might mean limited minutes if they get on top. Um, but I think the fact that he has average 90 without tries, without too many attacking stats, there was one try assist in there and, and a line break, but the fact that he's done it without tries just scares the hell out of me because once he scores a try, he's going at 100 plus very easily. And he scares, he's one of the players that I have withdrawals from having. I think he is a must-have if you can do it, if you have the trades. But if yeah. I had 10 trades, I'd do it. Yeah. I would 100% do it. 100%. Uh, you know. But I also think that trades in the front row is is not what you want. You want the upside in the in the fullbacks and the halves. Number three, Fanua Pole. If you didn't jump on, on him last week, I mean, he's still there on merit. He's a great front row forward cheapie, and I think he can punch out 40 for you if, you, if you're down on a front row. I, I actually don't mind the trade, Jake. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's not going to disappear. Um, he's a perfect downgrade, bottom dollar front rower who's, you know, going to plot away and play. Um, you don't really want to be playing him as your starting front row, but he's a perfect way to downgrade, you know, bank 300 350k from say a Max King and then use that money on something else. So yeah, I can see why people are still bring him in. Addo, Zach Hosking, uh, 62 on debut, looked very promising in the second row. Is this kind of a Deloise Hoyter type scenario where it's a one and done, or is he actually someone who can end up being a nightmare? 
Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to become an AE nightmare. I think he'll probably slip out of the team. Um, and it's it's that same question, do you need to play him? Because I was, like, really light for numbers, particularly if Tal- Talakai doesn't play this week. I'm going pro- to have to play Max King. And, you know, if I have anything else bad happen, I might have to play Pole. You know, I might be stuck there for this week. So if you need to play this week, I can understand it because I really do think he's going to go off into the sunset as enough after this week. Um, you know, he wasn't too bad last week, and, he, and it's not too bad a matchup. So if you need to play this week enough that can play this week, he's not the worst. I agree. Latrell Mitchell, a number five. Jake, you got him in last week. What are your long-term plans with him? Um, it was going to be to, I guess, go to Zesco uh, when, the, when the draw toughens up for Souths. But, I mean, he looks he does look so good, and he's a big game player. If Souths keep playing like they did um, the last two rounds, no coincidence it's been since Luttrell's come back, then I, I, I'm happy to keep Luttrell all the way to the end of the season. Um, and, I I mean, I've got four tra- I'll have four or five trades, so I guess play a bit of fullback roulette on the way home. But if we keep seeing what he's been doing in the last couple of weeks, and, yeah, I'm happy to run Luttrell um, through to the way home. So does this mean you're not going to have Tedesco? Uh, yes, it might, might be. Um, last time it was pretty bad. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, I said, yeah, I'll yeah. run through. Well, um, uh, I reckon he can outscore Teddy on the way home. So. Yeah, I, I, I see it. Uh, Ado, Joey Manu, uh, number six. Yep. If Teddy is out this week, genuine captain option, uh, he probably is anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at him, he is having some sort of year. He has been sensational in the six or if he plays in the one. We know that he's going to play six even if Teddy backs up. I don't mind him as a VC. If you're worried about Teddy getting an early shower, Manu is the guy. I don't think it's a bad matchup for him. I loved what I've seen of him. And in the six or the one jersey, uh, I really like him for to the run home. I've owned him for such a long time. I grabbed him early doors. I'm very happy to have him, you know, and I can understand why people are bringing him. He's over 700K, you know, so it's people are forking that out. Um you know, if you want to do it, then, yeah, you're forking him out at absolute premium price. But I don't mind the matchup this week. I think he might be my VC. I might VC him into, you know, a, a Pappenhausen captain or something like that. But I like him somewhere with an armband of some sort on him this week. Jake, he has been touted, touted by James Tedesco as the long-term 5'8", five, five, and Suwali is going to transition into the centres apparently. What are our thoughts on that? I mean, surely he's got to develop a passing game. Yeah, he's got to develop a passing game because he doesn't pass and he can't pass. And he kind of he kind of stuffs their attack around a bit because he gets the ball, he panics because there's nothing really on our side. He doesn't want to pass the ball and then just shoots back across infield. And then, I mean, he does palm off six players on the way. Um, but he kind of... I don't, I don't like him at 5'8". I think fullback, he's more suited because he can run more. Um, and I guess centre because all he has to do is, is run and, you know, fend people off. Where I think 5'8", he may look good against the teams that, he, you know, can go and score tries against. But in terms of actually being a 5'8", I don't think he's in the sort of the, the ballpark of, of a Munster who is a great ball runner, but he's so good at, I guess, steering the team, um, good kicking game as well, and I guess, you know, a bit of ball play against him. So I don't really like Manu at the six. I think I think you'll learn. I think you'll learn eventually. If he stayed there long term, and I mean, what are you getting out of Kiri and Bloody Walker? It's not a Harbour Bridge park for, pass from Walker. You get nothing anyway. <laughs> you know, his running game is is the threat. He's a running six. You know, but is he any worse than Bloody Jack Whiten? It's true. You know, yeah, I think he'd get the hang of it. I don't. I really in actual NRL, I don't see him as a six. You know, ideally. Um, but for super coach purposes, he's, he's, he runs and he, he tackle breaks. I feel like there's a world where it can work, and that is if Sam Walker plays both sides of the field and Tedesco sticks to one side and Manu sticks to the other side and they kind of play like Manu's like the fullback on the right side and Tedesco's a fullback on the left side. I think in that world it could work, but 
Tedesco, you don't you don't limit Tedesco. It's not going to happen. I think. Um, and you you need a good dummy half to do that as well. And Brandon Smith ain't going to be the one. Who <laughs> do that oh, I have All to right. ag- I have to agree with you there. Um, we've got Harry Grant for feeder. We've talked about nine Cameron Munster. Um, he's definitely a keeper for the run home. Uh, number ten, Olakuatu Homole Olakuatu. Ado, what are your thoughts on Olakuatu for the run home? Is he a bit pricey considering you can get someone for, for, for feeder? 90k cheaper. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like the ship sails on some of these players, and it's not like Hamoli is not a good trade. You'll get him in, and I don't think you'll be unhappy with him. But, you know, you get these players in who you think can go, you know, hunt big hundreds, and we've seen that from Fafita. I really kind of think that with the Titans, they've got nothing to lose now, and are they going to do funny buggers with Fafita? I reckon they'll probably just play him and get him to play 80. Their season has had – they've had such a wretched season. So I kind of prefer him. You know, if you're getting Hamoli for f- 490 or 500, maybe. But I just, um, you know, I really think you might as well. If you, if, unless you're in the top 100, you know, have a punt on a David Fafita for 580. I agree. And I think... I agree with that too. I think you're better off kind of going the cheaper options now um, and that's the way you generate cash this time of year. If you're going the expensive player, you, you're kind of stunting your cash and you're going to have to create it elsewhere. So I really think someone like Mari for feeder, much better buys than Olaquatu. Um, I mean, I'm an Olaquatu owner and I'm not... I'm never excited to see him play. Like, yeah, I, I think he has the opportunity to go big. Are you a Manly fan as well, though? <laughs> yeah, but but I'm just not – I just don't think he has a huge ceiling. I, I think his ceiling is probably 115. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, he, he's – There's only one second row that really has a high ceiling. Than that. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. You're right. All right. You've got um, Maddo and Ken Murray. He, he's, been, he's been sensational, but, you know, his average is under 70. Um, so, you know, you're bringing him in and you might get an occasional 100 out of him, whereas Fafita can do that in one run. Yeah. I mean, so can Hamoli, but, you know, I, I just think you, you, you're you banking on him continuing to get that 100, 115 on a regular basis to compete with what Fafita can do yep. at his best. Yep. Agree. Um, okay, so I'm going to go through the trade it out quickly, but all we're going to do is just say yes or no whether they're a trade out. So... Go back to it. Um, we've got Will Penasini, number one. Jake, is his trade out? Mm, yes. Addo, Brandon Smith. And I was number- reluctant, yes. <laughs> Addo, Brandon Smith and number two, is he a trade out? Yes. He was never a trade in. I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, Jake, Payne Haas. No. 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 Why do you no. think that? I mean, the, I think the three weeks off is going to be good for him. He'll rest all those injuries he had. Um, and I think that the Broncos will be pushing top four. They'll need him. I think he'll go back to playing like he was at the start of the season. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be kind of getting rid of him as your third front rower. Addo, Ezra, ma'am. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm yes on that. Um, he's been going well, but I, I really like the four-gun halves. They've got a ceiling on them, um, and he's done his job. I think most people were using him as a stepping stone. He's made good, decent enough, quick cash, nearly 400K. Move him on. Jake Talakai. Uh, despite his awful performance last night, no, I don't think he's a trade-out. Uh, he, he's, um, you know how they, ch- they cut their... 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Squad. He's in the 19. Uh, he's still in the he's still in the 19, so I'm assuming he may come into the side. Is he a play? If he plays this week? Uh, only if he's named center to start and you I guess don't have far better options than that then definitely. He's against a, a Cowboys team with a lot of players being rested. So who's so he, who's he running at? Is he running at Peter Hiku? Yeah, it'd be Peter Hiku or and the Hammer. Peter Hickey. Nah, Hamill got on the left to from Val Holmes. Right. Okay, so Peter So you got Hickey. Hammer and Brandon Elliott next to each other against Ramian and um, Katoa. So that, oh, that's Ramian. Ramian will score five tries then. <laughs> yeah, he could. <laughs> um, Addo, Grant Anderson, I feel like I don't even need to ask. Nah, but Yeah, he's a sell and a half. <clears throat> Addo. I mean, 
I wouldn't sell him. I'm not selling him. It's not worth. No, because it's not worth it. Eh? He's got no value. Yeah, he's got no value. So he was enough that we took a gamble on. I mean, yeah. So he is on the high sell list, but I don't know what people are doing with him. I I don't know why you'd be selling him. But he that- was never a buy because he didn't work out for us. <laughs> but he's he was enough, and he's our official first nuff. If you've had no nuffs, because <laughs> he's not coming back into that team. Hundred um, percent. The twenty six k you make from him to Deloise Hoyder is absolutely pristine. <laughs> um, Ryan Madison Addo six seventy seven k. As someone who's owned him, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's a real luck. Yeah. I, I mean, you can get a hundred k from going him to. Him to Fafita. I mean, that's a good yeah. cash generator. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, do we have we had any official word? Is he going to be back next week? If we get another week, Madison has a history of being longer and having a little bit longer to recover. I don't know about you guys if you've ever had a rib injury. I have. And it really – well, I could go back and do half physical stuff, but I was at about 50 to 75%. Took a while to get back. They've got a pretty good depth, you know, with Neocore and IPAP. Um, I think if you held him this long, why don't you just hold him one more week? I kind of feel. Yeah. But you could use it as a strategic move to get in Fafita. If you ask that question, do I think Fafita is going to outscore Maddo now to the end? It could be a good move. Yeah. I have had rib injuries. I got my bottom ribs taken out and, yeah, that hurt. Hmm. Or was it a ballet accident? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Jacob Kizard, um, 461K. Is he a sell, Jake? Yeah. Uh, Josh King. Yeah. Josh King, Chris Randall, definite sells. All right, let's uh, – before we go into bowl predictions and captain choices, I want your pod plays for the run home. So we're going to go through the matchups this week and just name one player that you really think is a good pod play for the run home. So we've got Cowboys versus the Sharks on Friday. Jake, go, let me, get me through with yours from both so sides. So is it only for this round or I guess? No, no, for the, the run, for the run home, someone you would consider for the run home. Well, Val Holmes. I think Val Holmes is going to be massive uh, for the run home. He's high scoring centre wing, has ceiling, goal kicks, in a top four side. So I think obviously not this week, but for the run home, he's definitely in my plans and I'm sure he's going to be in the plans of a lot of um, uh, top, top, top uh, super coaching teams. And the Sharks? <sighs> they do have a very nice run home. Not yet though. They versus what? Cows and then South Penrith, I think they go. Yeah. But after that, it's a good run home. So Katoa, Ramian, uh, any of the outside backs, um, definitely get them for the run home. Ado, what are your two? Um, I'd say probably drink water. I think people are making decisions in their 5-8 whether they want to hold Cody Walker, who do they want to pair with, you know, oh, I'm going to just probably hold Cody now. I've liked what how they look with with Latrell back, but I think that drink water's probably, he's probably reared his head as a season-long keep, really. We've been waiting for that bubble to burst and for him to come back down. I don't know if I'd do it in the next week or two where they've got the hard matchups, but he could be a pod move on the run home. He's got a high score in him. I don't mind it. Um, and over the other side, if you're looking at a pod play for this week, I think with that edge for um, the cows, you could grab a Ramian because uh, he's such a hog. Hogs are great in super coach. And he, if you're a defender, don't play for the pass. He's never going to pass. He's always a suspension risk, but I'm going to, he, he, he'll be in my bold calls. Don't worry about that. I think Ramian is a good pod play for the run home. We know they've got a gentle draw when you're playing head to head finals. So I don't mind it. And he is at 523k, which is honestly really cheap for someone of his standing. I think he got like 16 points in tackle breaks on the weekend, which is awesome. Um, mine is, I mean, you've, you guys have mentioned the obvious ones for me, uh, but Reese Robson, uh, if you don't have him, maybe he's and kind of antipod to, to a Cook or a Grant. I, I wouldn't antipod him for Grant, uh, but maybe Cook. Um, but if you do have Robson, I'm definitely holding with uh, Reese Robson uh, with the Sharks. Yeah, there's no one else that you've you've mentioned that I'm really that interested in. Uh, let's go over to the next game, Parramatta versus the Warriors. Jake, do we have to name anyone? <laughs> I mean, D- yeah. D- Dylan Dylan Brown, not really a pod, but he's probably a Parramatta 
player that you probably got last week or the week before. Uh, he's a good one to run home. Like Sato was mentioning, there's plenty of five eights in that mix. Cody Walker, drink water. Um, you can throw him in that in the mix. Um, and the Warriors, I don't have anyone for the Warriors. They're they're quite poor, and I don't think you want to be bringing anyone in for the Warriors run home. I do, Josh Curran. Um, he's probably the only one I would consider, but I do like. Uh, I come back to Fafida. Fafida is just. I feel like Fafida is the buy of the week. Let's just say that. Ado. Yeah, I mean, Curran's not going to catch you up on anyone. He's not going to get yeah. your ground yeah, on anyone. Exactly. He, he's okay, but they stink this year, and there's, you know, he's not too appealing, unfortunately. The Eels, I mean, I've seen some people take a flutter on Sevo, but it is Rocks or Diamonds, yeah, nah. and I've, I didn't want to pull the trigger because I knew it would be Rocks or Diamonds, and I don't think there's enough Diamonds, unfortunately. He will get 100 or two probably between now and the end, and those people who have him will have some joy but mostly disappointment, I think. Dare I say, I don't think he will get 100 between now and the end of the season. (laughs) I think the weekend was the time for him to do it, and he didn't do it. He was stuck on 79 for like the last 20 minutes. (laughs) Um, I'll give him (laughs) He's got to get back into it. Roosters versus the Dragons. I'll start off. I think... Joseph Suwali, Um played on matchup. Uh, a lot of people have sold him, but he's kind of at a price where, you know, it's it's affordable as a downgrade option for most people. Um, I would play him on matchup, and I think he has a really high ceiling, and his potential is still not discovered yet. So I, I think the fact that people are jumping off him and uh, Roosters, you know, they've got a mixed draw, so it's definitely on matchup. And St. George, Ben Hunt. I think he's. You brought him in last year, didn't you, yeah, Saf? I did, but he was at, he was at hooker. He was last available year. hooker. Um, I mean, is he officially a hero now? I, I mean, I I really I, I've turned. I think I was always a little bit of a Ben Hunt hater because I've got a lot of Dragons fans and I give him shit. But I I mean, he's turned it around from that drop in the final. He's he's been such a great player since that moment. I reckon he's built, and I think he's you know in career best form. I think he actually, it took him a while to get back into it, to get back into having the confidence in himself. But the last two years, he's been absolutely amazing. And whether he's I played... I think he makes the World Cup team. I reckon he's in. Yeah. A starting hooker, potentially. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> Go figure, eh? He was, he was so good last night, that 40-20. He's just got, he's just got it all. I... I he I deserves it. I love him. He he deserves it. He deserves every single praise that he has got in the last 24 hours. Um, I mean, he did rip the Raiders off a couple of weeks, though, that dirty <laughs> bastard. But I still, I still like him officially. Yeah, so he's probably the only one. He's been going really well this year. Jake, what what are your pod plays from them? Um, you mentioned Sawali. I think you throw Tupo in the same mix yep. um, as Sawali. They're around the same price. Uh, I think Tupo might be a bit more podish because everyone started with Sawali, so I doubt they would have held this long, but he's... A lot of um, ghost teams probably still have him. Um, and I can't really see anyone for the Dragons um, that you kind of want to bring in for the run home. But Ben Hunt at halfback, there's plenty more halfbacks yeah. that are better option than him. I think that's that's where he's undone. Uh, Addo, did you say yours? They were the same as oh, those. Yeah. I would have said Tupu or Suwali yep. um, and nothing much from the Dragons. I wouldn't have even said Ben Hunt. Because you just in the halfback, it's you know Hines, maybe DCE if you were yeah. a real a real cowboy, but you want Cleary and Hines probably, and DCE is a third use well, if you're a well, real. Well, it's funny you smoky. it's funny you say that. Sea Eagles versus the Knights is next, and I think DCE is on top of the list. Four percent. I posted about him the other day. I mean, him over Hines as a two or three week play. What do we think? Your trades. I mean, one of the the it's, it's a, I think it's a famous move in Supercoach where everyone else went someone else. Who did we go? All of us. No, this, Rubes. No, this what this was exactly what Tim did last year. Everyone was going Sean Johnson because he played round seventeen. Tim mm. went DCE. I think that he's got to be riding a high after high after that origin. I saw the emotion. I think he's going to bring that energy back to Manly. Um, oh, I don't mind it as a pod. If you've got trades, if I was rich with trades, I'd prefer. And I didn't own Heinz. I would. I would happily do a piggyback of uh, DCE into Heinz if DCE gives me a reason to sell. But you can go a pod like that. Heinz 
he just accumulates points, but I don't. He he's always worrying me when I watch him. That doesn't look like he's going to. So, he um, he's really weak when he runs. By the look of it, doesn't it? Like he doesn't bend the line like Cleary does. Oh, what's going on here? We are. Was it the Melbourne Storm? And I just don't see – he's not running, I guess, the organiser. But I look down and he's on 97, so I've got no reason to not have him. He's a premium and I'm happy to have – I had him since round one, I think, or, or early, and I'm going to have him till the end. Agree. All right. Yeah, and on, on the DCE one, Saz, um, he's only got one score under 50, and I think that was in, in the game that they got, like, real touched up in. Um, but, yeah, he plays nice this week, Dragons next week. So, like Addo said, um, it's a, it seems like a good idea going DCE, then into Hines when the Sharks draw, um, I guess, juicing's up. Agree. And anyone from the Knights? Probably not. You know, I mean, well, after watching Kalen Ponga last oh, night. Yeah. He's a flavour of, of the chat. Everyone's saying, I'm going to go and save myself a couple hundred K and not get a teddy or, a, you know, I'm going to go Ponga. I, I'm not for it personally. I think you need to go two premium fullbacks. And Ponga was so good in origin. But has he really translated that back to Newcastle in recent times? It's a big gamble. And, and, and I mean, you, you will get the goal kicking back, but you, you want two premium options in two good sides. And Newcastle are just not a good side. So, I mean, if Pong was in a different team, then, yeah, absolutely. He feels in a better side. But you know, I think the fact he's playing for the Knights and he's, yeah, stays away. Is Dane Gagai an option? No. He's under 400K. Um, but I don't know. It, it, again, you just don't really want to touch anyone from the Knights unless you think they, they can absolutely fly home. 392 k, 3.92, and he's running at Morgan Harper this week. Morgan Harper and Jason <laughs> Morgan Harper's been good since he's come back in the Greg. He's learned to yeah. tackle. He has. He has. He's been yeah. really And I mean, good. look, Gago is, he, he weirdly, he's kind of like a poor man's AJ. You can get him on runs where he's good, and he had that at the start of the year, but his good is like 70, 80. It's not hundreds like AJ. I just think you've got to make these moves now that are gold star trades. Right. They've got to be gold star, whatever you do, and I don't think that guy is a gold star. You're probably right there. Um, I've just got the Newcastle draw up. So uh, Titans versus the Broncos. Titans, who are we looking at? They're a bit of a basket case at the moment. Broncos, yeah, I, I think I think um, Jake's gone testing you, so that would be his mm. answer. The Titans. Well, I mean, Fafita, isn't it? I yeah. mean, he, you are, there's, you've got to realize that there is an element of risk in it because we don't know how motivated he comes back because we know he needs to be motivated to do. And they're not really a swag. They're not, they don't have the, quite the swag that they did last year to get him through to finals. But I really think because their season's done, we're not going to see minutes games. I'm, I'm really hoping and expecting that there's not minutes games. So if David Fafita plays 80 or even 70, He's going to score well. So I think he's the guy. Um, over on the Broncos side, uh, you know, I don't mind the Tessie New move. If you is he, you can pick him in centres, can't you? So that's that's probably yeah. good. And I, I don't mind the pod move of holding um, Hass. You know, if he comes back and they, it looks like they're giving him a rest now to let the shoulders get right, would you sell Hass or Max King? I think, you know, Luke Thompson's coming back and um, they've got someone else coming back as well, haven't they? The dogs? Yeah, so Pengai's back this week and then Luke Thompson potentially the week after. But I know just has having, the, I guess, the pedigree of the last three years being one of the top front rollers, you think that he's going to go back to that? So that's why. I think you've still got both. You sell Max King because Max King already costs more. So, like, it's a a no-brainer. All right, let's just power through these last ones because we've got to wrap up because the Daily Telegraph Live Countdown show is starting any minute now. So, Penrith vs. Tigers... Adam Dewey from the Tigers mm. potentially next week, but I Tigers like have it. a hard run. I like it. We'll talk about uh, it with we know what Adam Dewey can do. We'll talk about it with Mikey next week because I know he was very keen on it. Addo? 
Um, yeah, I mean, Dewey, but I, w- I wouldn't do it personally. No one from the Tigers. It's like you said I about these high-flying teams. Um, over to Penrith. Oh, I don't know. Grab Charlie Staines for a five-try <laughs> masterclass this week. I don't know. Jerome Luai, All maybe. the popular ones we've got. I, I think you really must have Toto on the run home. I really nah. think. I know he's not going to play this week. That's but the anti-board getting, play. Anti-board play. Oh, nah. I reckon he's going to get five tons on the way home. Nah. I don't think so. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about that more later. Later, <laughs> um, Storm versus the Raiders. Storm. Um, Hughes as an as a half debate that we've maybe. mentioned before. Um, Raiders. No, no, no one. I don't know. I haven't owned any of them this year. Adam, Adam doesn't even have a Raiders. So. No, I don't have no. I have no Raiders. I miss, <laughs> I miss getting Tuppany. And, and I think Elliot's been good over the last yeah. couple of months as well. But he's yeah, been, the boat's passed on him. Very, very expensive though. And the last game, Bulldogs versus the Rabbitohs. I'm going to say it, Matt Burton from next week potentially, instead of you know, oh, I think the fact that he's running that side, I really like. But their draw. Um, I'll get the draw up now, but I'm not sure how friendly it is. Uh, they've got Titans, Knights, Cowboys, Warriors, Para, Sharks, Manly. So their draw is pretty good. But the early uh, draws are all right. But the Bulldogs, I'd rather a high-scoring team Yeah, five eight. All right, let's go to the bold predictions. Go Planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Captain choices, take it away, Jake. Um, VC, uh, it's well, it's kind of you're forced into one of your only non-playing players, so it'll probably be Dylan Brown's VC. But uh, captain, I think I'm going to lock in for Pappenhausen. I don't think I can go past him. It'll be either him or Latrell, actually. Um, so hopefully Pappenhausen's 100, percent and then I don't have to worry about it. I'll go Pappenhausen. Ado. Yeah, I'm going to probably go Joey Manu. I'm going to go VC Joey Manu, and I'm going to go into a Pappenhausen captain. Um, yeah, I think with Munster back in there, they'll, you know, when two losses in a row, they're going to rip the Raiders' hearts out, <laughs> with disappointingly. Well, I'm going VC Dylan Brown, and my captain is actually Joey Manu at the moment. Um, I think... <laughs> You know, Pappenhausen's been struggling with a couple of niggles here and there, and yes, it is an Amy Park, but I think the Raiders have been quite good, and I think they'll be up for this one. They're always up for this one. Captain Lomax again, do you, Savs? Hell no, <laughs> hell no. Especially if there's news Tedesco is out, I'm doubling down on this one. Um, mm. Fafita is an option too against his old club. Uh, Jake Bold predictions. Bob predictions, like I said, for feeder, I'm going to go for feeder to score a ton. I'm going to go Tessie New to score a ton as well. I'm bringing him in. I'm going to go Joey Manu under 50 because you're going to, uh, you're going to captain him. So <laughs> under 50. Nice one. Can you just show us your jersey there? Oh, yes. I've got the Vili Army jersey. Uh, Timmy finally uh, hooked me up with one and uh, wearing it with, uh, with pride. Uh, it's got 21 on the back, but it, I might have to get the 22 on the way he's going. Yeah, I'll, I'll, show, I'll show you the back here. So the Billy Army, he's got the top support mm. logo. So then we've got the front there. And it's quite nice. It's got the breast cancer symbol. And, like, honestly, I put it on and it was very, it was very like, jersey-like. Um, but that reminds me, you can win this jersey if you win our group comp. And oh, I better mention the top five in our group before we go. We've got... Toby's Troops in at first, uh, ranked eighth. Roosters Pack Troy in at ninth. Chichi Mungas Ryan, 21st. Fourth is the Vili Army, Tim at 37th. And fifth is Mems, Megan, at 42nd. So um, congratulations to them five. Timmy is in the chance to win. He's already got the jersey on him. So <laughs> if he <laughs> crazy. Uh, Addo, bold predictions. Uh, all right, I'm going to say Rabian scores three tries. Didn't he score three last week? He's going to score three again, I reckon, running at that edge that the uh, North Queensland Cowboys are running out with. I'm going to say um, 
Ruben Garrick, I'm going to say he goes 125 plus. I think at four pines up against the Knights, it's it's a perfect manly type um, matchup. And I'm going to say that the West Tigers win against the Penrith Panthers and Taylor May goes under 50. Ooh, that's very interesting. That's very, very juicy. I kind of like that one. Well, I'm going to go. Where am I going here? Well, I've got to double down on my Manu thing. Manu is going to go 100 plus. And I think Fafida is going to go 100 plus as well. I'll keep it nice and simple because I feel like when I go very difficult, it is my undoing most of the time. Um, Yes. uh, Tim's sister's side is in at 73rd as well. We didn't mention. He's actually talking about it on the Daily Telegraph live stream now. Oh, I'm well changing done. my last name to Moody. I'm super coach. <laughs> yeah, just call yourself the Moody's the next Moody's. year so you can do well at Supercoach. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And Addo, thanks for coming on. Um, great episode Thursday night. Hopefully, we can get it out. Oh, well, it is out now. Hopefully, you can listen to it by the end of the first game. By the start of the first game, I guess. Beautiful. Have thanks a good luck. Cheers, guys. Thanks,